Good morning, world. Good evening, good afternoon, good night, wherever it is you are. Welcome to J House Radio episode 12. It's your boy KJ and Los. Today's episode is going to be a little different. It's our special E3 episode. I mean, we're still going to talk about a few other topics, but we're really going to dive into E3 today. Um, the first thing we want to do is jump into some news topics. Uh, the first new topic I want to jump in, which is a little weird. I had to kind of get this out the way. Um, Justin Bieber apparently wants to have, well, he wants to step into the octagon or something like that with Tom Cruise, which I have no idea where that came from. But uh, what's your views on that, Los? Uh, I think it came from, I think it came from him doing a lot of drugs or him being really stupid. <laughs> No, no, no. Seriously. I mean, he's, he's, oh God, he's a fucking idiot. Like, you know, he's so yesterday's news and, and like, he doesn't even realize it. Yeah. You know what? He's probably just trolling at this point. That's probably what it is. But the funniest thing was, uh, he wrote this shit out on Twitter and he spelled your Y-O-U-R. And then Tom Cruise replied and corrected him. Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Really? Yeah, I mean that was like the funniest response. Oh, Justin, man. look, Justin Bieber um, has had a very long music career. He's become a millionaire. He's um, fucked up his marriage. He's uh, he's not the brightest crayon in the box. He's just trying to get famous again. The last album he made with um, "Love Yourself," yeah. Like, yo, I hated that album because I liked it. I was like, fuck, it's Justin Bieber, but I like yeah, it. You know what? Me too. I felt the same way. I was like, why am I listening to this? <laughs> but also part of me. Myself. Yeah, I hated it. Uh, but part of me said, oh, shit. You know, he's maturing as an artist. It's so good to hear him actually make quality music. Exactly. Exactly. You know? That's how I felt about it, honestly. Yeah. But, you know, he's an idiot. He like pisses on the floor of hotel rooms and he laughs about it and like um seriously uh, yeah what's the name of the guy who played the archer dwarf in um lord of the rings oh um elijah wood no 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 okay imdb okay here we go imdb is our best friends guys seriously you know why this happens because we stopped playing center of the universe Oh, you know what? We need to have an episode where we play that game. That would be awesome. Where we have like a few guests on, we need to play that game. That'll be Orlando Bloom. Oh yeah, we definitely do it. So he got into a fist fight with Orlando Bloom at some fucking concert. Wow! It was the most stupidest fight ever. They missed each of them. Missed every shot, every punch. I could imagine too. Yeah, it was stupid. You know, it's like these two guys aren't known for fighting. You know. Honestly, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like he's just, he's probably bored. He's trying to find some way to stay relevant. You know, he's trying to make a name in the hip hop community, you know, and maybe he just thought that that would be some kind of, that would give him some kind of buzz. But Tom Cruise, though, out of all the people, you pick Tom Cruise. Hope, yo, Tom Cruise is like 55 years old. That's what I'm saying. Like, fight somebody your own age or something. Like, and then actually, I just looked on, on the, on the uh, interwebs right now, and actually five five hours ago on looks like U.S. Weekly, uh, he said that apparently he was not serious about fighting Tom Cruise. He said Tom Cruise would whoop his ass. I quote, but he said he wasn't serious. I think my sister would whoop his ass, and she's four foot ten. I don't. But why even? But why let it go this long? Now, all of a sudden, you're saying, oh, I'm not I wasn't serious about it. Why even bring it up at all? Why post it on Twitter? Granted, you can say whatever you want, but he made it seem as if he was really serious about trying to fight Tom Cruise, which was for no reason. I don't get it. The other thing, too, is um, there's not that I'm defending him, but logically thinking about it after what you said, uh, maybe he was up for a role as a bad guy or something or a henchman in a movie. Or he, or he heard about it and he wants that role. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Possibly. You know, or what I really think, he's a fucking idiot. 
More than likely. So, but I'm not going to spend too much time on Justin Bieber because that was just ignorant. I just wanted to touch base on that. Yeah. And he, you know what? He knew not to pick Keanu because Keanu would be like, whoa, dude, like I'll whoop your ass, man. Like, dude, <laughs> I stopped bullets. You really want to mess with me? <laughs> Bro, think about it, man. That <laughs> motherfucker has traveled through time. You know, uh, he's fought Dracula. <laughs> he, Yo, he stops Keanu- bullets. He's been in and out of the Matrix. Keanu has been through some shit, man. I would not mess with that guy. He's been through some shit. Oh, man. But um, on a music note, uh, Wu-Tang Clan, they're going to be the first hip-hop artist group to perform at the legendary country music venue. Um, The Grand Ole Opry. Yes. That is awesome. And that's something I thought I would have never seen or even heard of. But that's pretty Uh, cool, actually. It is pretty cool, but it's also a little strange. Uh, but at the same time, the South isn't, you know, all ding, 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 ding. Squeal like a pig. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whoever's seen Deliverance, they know what I'm talking about. Exactly. Uh, um, it, it, it's it. The South is a lot of people from the North have gone to the South. Hip hop has invaded everything, you know, oh, it's um, everywhere. Yeah. But that also kind of scares me, too. But I'll explain, you that in that? I'll, oh, I'll explain okay. that in a minute. And people are are more diverse, and uh, well, people have more options when they listen to stuff. Um, as much as I hate uh, uh, the Old Town Road, um, it kind of shows that. Um, I mean, it, it charted on the country charts, and then some redneck was like, "Hey, oh no, we're not letting him be on our charts," and they took him off. Um, but it just kind of shows that things are different. I mean, you know, look at uh, my Miley Cyrus. You know, um, oh yeah, look, look sure. who her look who her dad is, Billy Ray, and he's a big country star. And she got into um, no, she's done like you hear that country influence in her, but she's done pop songs, dance songs, like try to do hip hop songs, and you know, did a yeah. horrible version of Lottie Dottie. Oh my gosh, she did Lottie Dottie. You remember, remember uh, the song she did, uh, La Ladi Dadi, We Like to Party, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I did not yeah. catch that. I, <laughs> that is her homage to Ladi Dadi. Wow. That's how bad it was because I didn't even realize that. I, I actually saw, I, it didn't hit my head till I saw it on a TED Talk. A guy's talking about sampling and how music evolves and this and the other thing. Yeah. And, and like, and he pulled out like, 10 15 examples from both songs to show that it was an homage to that wow that's really bad <laughs> yeah but at that's the same really time bad. it's kind of like yo you're young and you know Lottie Dottie I'm kind of impressed with that I mean yeah it's impressive that she knew it but man the attempt was not that great <laughs> no dude let's tell the truth it was fucking miserable yeah it was not that great oh man but yeah, I mean, you know, big ups to, you know, Wu-Tang, man. It, it, it's it's great to see that, you know, after all these years, they're still doing their thing. They're still making history. You know, they're definitely one of the most influential groups in, like, music. Not even just hip-hop, but music in general. You know what I mean? You know what? Like, I'm not saying that you're wrong, but people don't give credit to Run DMC, and they should. They're the first hip-hop band with a, with a gold album, first hip-hop band to have a world tour, First hip hop band to 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 be on the pop charts, you know. Uh, first hip hop band um, to to kind of have worldwide distribution. Think about it, these yeah. people played concerts in Japan and people were dressed like them and there's photos of them in Japan. And we're yeah. talking eighty five, eighty six. Yo, I mean, like, you know, not that Wu Tang doesn't have its place in music history. Yeah. You know, a very well earned and well deserved place. But people forget Run DMC paved the road for it. I would definitely say, you know, Run DMC is like without them, I don't think hip hop would be where it is today. I mean, I think during that time, they were, they were one of the first hip hop artists to do a collaboration with a rock rock artist, I think. Right. During yes, that time. They were the first. Yeah. So it's like if we didn't have that, would we have Old Town Road? You know, when we have Limp Biscuit and Reddit and Method Man doing a song together, you know, like, where would things be if that didn't happen, if we didn't have Run DMC? I agree with you, and I don't agree with you. Um, I just kind of think because hip-hop is was originally based off sampling, 
um, that I think it would have happened anyway, because, um, you know, a, a rock band could have been like, oh, shit, you know, such and such, such and such rapper, you know, um, sampled me and they might meet someday. They might talk. They might have a collaboration. You know, uh, I think it would have happened no matter what, but definitely run DMC paved the way. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. So, yeah, our last news topic um, is so the movie Sonic the Hedgehog, which is based off of one of the best video games of all time. Sega. Yes. It's being pushed back again. And now the film, I think it was supposed to come out this fall, I believe. Now it's being pushed back to Valentine's Day of next year because the fans did not like the way Sonic look. Oh, it looked terrible. Yeah. And it and like that's I think that means a lot for the fact that you had fans so pissed off about the film that they made the that they made the directors just halt the film just to fix the issue. And I didn't like how it looked either. I felt like it looked like a grown man in a Sonic onesie, and they just put him in a film. That it looked it looked horrible. To me, it looked like um, a Sonic costume that people use for the opening of a restaurant. <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. Um, With like the little spinning sign and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just <laughs> it just kind of it just didn't look um like what Sonic's supposed to be. Reddit had a field day um photoshopping um what it should look like. Really? Uh, and it looks yeah, oh man. And it, like people did some amazing work and you know, and people and people were commenting that's what it should look like. It shouldn't look like a guy in a suit, it should look like the cartoon character, you know, well, quote unquote, cartoon character. Now, granted, I know they want to try to ground it in reality and make it a little more realistic. And that's fine. A but blue hedgehog that can run super fast. That is not reality. Yeah, in it's, any it's exactly. <laughs> it's not. But I mean, look at the movie Detective Pikachu. Look at how they did the characters Pika, in that. Pika. You know, I I love how the characters looked in that film. The way they did that was amazing, and I think they should look at what they did in that film and try to take some of their notes and try to just figure out a better way of doing it. I mean, hell, the freaking character is CGI. You could have did something way better than that, you know? Yeah. Or the or or you know and, and look, or the Zord in uh, the Power Rangers movie. The latest yeah, exactly. One. Exactly. So terrible. Exactly. It's. I don't know. I mean, it's it's just it's amazing to know that the community is that strong that we are affecting, you know, the creative outlook of films nowadays by just going on Reddit or going on Twitter and voicing our opinions about the film. In my opinion, it's Deadpool that made all this happen. Why you say that? Because think about it. Remember when they leaked that little animation of the opening of Deadpool? Yeah. And people just went nuts and they slammed Fox. Make this movie, make this movie, make this movie, make this movie. And I think once that happens, people realize that they have the power to make studios change things or oh, make yeah. movies. Oh, hell yeah. It's I, I feel like the entertainment world is getting to this point where it's like, I feel like directors, producers, the people of power in these films are actually taking the time to listen to people. I mean, you know, Game of Thrones, granted, they're probably not going to do it. But the last season of Game of Thrones, people were pissed off at how that season ended to the point where they made a petition to the producer to do the whole season. I mean, do do season eight over again. Now, granted, they're not going to do that because that's just a lot of freaking money. But I feel like people's voices are actually getting stronger than what we think they are, you know, and I feel like yes. a lot of people who were pissed off about the whole um, James Gunn thing, you know, he was brought back because of what the actors felt, you know, about them being pissed off about that and some of the fans being pissed off because they knew if they didn't bring that director back, the, you know, some of the actors were going to leave. Some of the fans were not going to go see the movie and that was going to cost them money. Same thing for Sonic. They knew that if they would have kept that character after people complaining about the movie months before it even came out, that movie was going to flop. Yeah. It was the other thing flop. is too like people having that power stretches all the way back to the 1960s. When Star Trek got canceled, they started mm-hmm. the fan club started doing a letter writing campaign, mm-hmm. and then they they shoved it down um, Paramount at the time, Paramount mm-hmm. and Desilu, um, to make a new season just from letters. So people have had that power for a while, but now it's expanded where your voice can be heard instantly on a studio's Twitter page, exactly. emailing them, 
petitions and all this other stuff. So people have that power and it's a good thing. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a good thing, because now that means, hell, maybe we won't get so many. I mean, we're, we're going to still get crappy movies, but maybe the movies that we're actually that we love and care about won't actually be that bad anymore. You know, so social media is pretty freaking powerful, man. It's pretty powerful. Listen, when, when they release a Zack Snyder version of Justice League, then I'll mm. believe it 100 <laughs> percent. No, man, like, you know, I had such high hopes for Justice League. I think it was cast pretty fucking good. Oh, um, it was casted. Awesome. I love the cast. The, but there are a couple of things I hated. Like, um, I don't think they gave enough time to um, Cyborg. Um, it was all pretty much Wonder Woman and Batman uh, with some funny moments from Aquaman. And I just kind of think that that if they would have let the movie be longer like it was supposed to be, you would have this chance to look at these characters, you know, um, like I, I wasn't too thrilled at um, all the preview stuff I saw of Cyborg. Cause yeah, me I neither. Just, I hated uh, that because uh, I just didn't think he nailed it, but they were using alternative takes, not takes that were actually used in the movie. So the takes they actually used in the movie were much better. Yeah. So, you know, and then the actor just like in, in my mind, he rose to the task, but it wasn't really it wasn't his fault. It was the editors doing all that stuff. I just didn't I didn't like any of the side story. Well, like the side introductory story segments of either of the characters of Aquaman, of Flash. I, I didn't like any of that. I've always said that I felt like the Justice League movie needed to sit in the oven a little longer and each character should have had their own film first. Absolutely. They should have. They should have took up. They should have took a page out of Marvel. I mean, look at all the success Marvel has had. Why wouldn't you at least take a page out of their book and say, these are characters with deep stories, and we can tell like, we can tell a lot of these stories by just giving them their own film. You know, or even if or even if you don't give uh, them their own film, have like two storylines that converge, like you know, Cyborg and the Flash both investigating something that converges and they team up. And then by the time they hit justice league, they have that, they have that relationship, you know, cause they have it in the comics. I think that's why I felt that disconnect with that film. Like I love the film for the fact of Batman being in it because Batman's my guy, but. And Ben Affleck I've, was a good Batman. Ben Affleck was an awesome Batman. Like I creamed in my pants when I saw that fight scene that he did. <laughs> When he was fighting the villains in the uh, like close to the last part of the film. Oh, no. For me, it was when Batman v Superman, when when he kicks the crap out of the criminals in the in the warehouse. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that one. That's what I, I was. I was like cringing for the criminals. I was like, Ooh, ah, oh, I know God. that. Oh, honestly, that was the best fight scene I've seen in any Batman film. I loved it. Like that felt like Batman. Like I felt like. Like, you know, just like when I was playing, like playing the uh, Batman games, like that's what that felt like when I watched that scene. I was like, man, like this is really like smash mouth in your face Batman right now. And I love the voice. I yeah. love the voice. Yeah, me too. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just really pissed off that Ben Affleck's not coming back. I mean, he might come back later. I don't know. Yeah, we got but, Twinkle Boy as fucking Batman now. Twinkle Boy. <laughs> Twinkly Batman, his little sparkling suit. Oh, God. Again, that's God, what a fucking bad move. What DC should just say, look, we give up, okay? We're just yeah, making just, just shit let to it, spend money. Honestly, if they screw this up with the Batman film, and if Joker is trash, yes, I will probably lose all hope because I want DC to succeed like i love that brand i grew up on that brand i grew up on those comic books but man they're really disappointing me man like they're really making me look bad they're really making me look bad right now oh yeah so do you have anything else you want to add to the news topics before we jump into our show topics los i mean i have stuff news new stuff but you know it's all political crap so we'll say that for the end like we always do um <laughs> let's just go into the show topics all right, so uh, we're going to dive into E3. The E3 conference is going on this week. If anybody doesn't know, E3 it is the pretty much, it's a game conference, game and developers conference that they have in California every year. So I'm going to touch on a few things. I'm not going to be able to touch on everything because there's just so much crap going on at E3 this year. Wait, but one thing I do want to say about this E3, there have been very little trailers 
and there have been very little um, looks at games. It's more people telling you about it, you know, and the thing about E3 is show it, not tell it, you know, and I just kind of think that they, they kind of missed the mark with that. I personally, in my opinion, I felt like E3 this year was about the nostalgia hit. I felt like we got a lot of releases for games that came out years ago that are getting remade, sequels, um, et cetera, et cetera. Like, for example, Battletoads. I don't know if you remember that game on like the Nintendo. Yeah, I remember that game. Yeah. 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 They're doing a sequel to that. That's coming back out on Xbox. Really? Yeah. It looks interesting. Looks interesting. Um, they have that coming out. They have, um, man, just so many different games coming out. I can't even think of all of them right now. Um, but this, I really feel like they really dove into like the nostalgia hit. They're bringing back Banjo Kazooie. He's coming to Smash Brothers. Um, I don't know if you remember Banjo Kazooie. Dude, I've um, never even played Smash Brothers. Really? Nope. It's pretty never freaking it. fun. It's pretty fun. Dude, I've never finished the original Mario Brothers. I've never finished Super Mario wow. Brothers. You know what? You need to get you a Nintendo Switch. You I need to get a Switch. I have my girlfriend's. Oh, she has one? Yeah, she has one. If she has to my TV. If she has Nintendo, I don't know if she has the Nintendo online service, but you can play all of the old school Nintendo games on your Switch. She bought a couple of them. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's amazing. I, I freaking love it. Um, but we're going to jump into actually we're going to talk about the EA conference EA play um, they showed a few things from their game Apex Legends they have a new character coming called Watson uh, Battlefield 5 added some new maps they got a new ranking system coming FIFA 20 is coming this year as always I hate FIFA well you know what I'm not a big fan of FIFA but they're adding something called Volta which is kind of like street soccer and I used to play FIFA street a lot back in the day on like PS2 so I might actually get FIFA this year just based off of the street soccer dude I don't watch a soccer game if you pay me <laughs> you know so I would never play it I just find soccer so boring and the guys are such fucking pussies bro you know <laughs> he touched like a blade me. of a Throw blade of grass hits their shin and they're on the ground crying oh <laughs> come on bro all right so look, who's who's worse at flopping lebron or a soccer player soccer players <laughs> that's bad you know lebron he's like he's like the ultimate drama queen i love lebron no disrespect but bro he's you know queen. what the thing is he's a diva okay fine you know but um he bro on his worst day he can't be as bad as these soccer players no disrespect to anybody who loves soccer out there listen look at rugby players they they're in the middle of playing with broken nose broken fingers dislocated shoulders and they're still going american football players they'll they'll hop on one leg and go i'm good coach i'm good yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> you know and, and then you got you know soccer players they're like ah oh, my god my ear hurt <laughs> I think the best thing that came out of EA Play was the Star Wars Fallen Order trailer. That game looks pretty good. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, my God. But it's the same shit over and over again. Some young guy with a door oh, with a droid wants to be a Jedi. Oh, my God. We've seen this story before. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little skeptical about the story. I saw the trailer and the character doesn't seem that interesting so i'm the just hoping that the game doesn't look amazing. interesting once once star wars came out of lucas's hands okay it just fell apart i think the problem is we have too much like and it's kind of hard to say this but i feel like we have too much star wars i don't think we need this much star wars we've always had too much star wars there are fans out there who take a, a in uh empire strike the second one empire strikes back right yeah um there's some guy who's running through cloud city with an ice cream maker in his hand that's what the actual object was okay people have made a whole fan fiction about him what the, it wasn't an ice maker it was a computer core and all this other stuff there's always been way too much Star Wars. people will take someone who's been on screen for five frames and like expand on those five frames into like countless fan fiction. It's really always had enough Star Wars. This is why I don't like Star Wars. 
I mean, I like Star Wars, but I do feel like at this point, I'm a little Star Wars fatigued because we have so many movies coming out. Now, granted, I think they did. I think Disney said that they will take a two year break after the Star Wars film that's coming out this fall. I mean, this winter, they will take a two year break before they put out another film. But just let it simmer. Just let it sit for a little bit. I, f- I mean, granted, the game, the story might look like it might be blah, but the gameplay does look pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. Anytime you give me a game where I can be a Jedi and I can freaking have lightsaber battles or I can fly in an X-Wing, I'm down. But overall, besides that, yeah, I am a little Star Wars fatigued. Give me a break for a minute. You know, don't give me all these Star Wars cartoons and shows and games and movies. Just let it simmer. You know, just let it simmer. Let me get excited about the next game. Let me get excited about the next movie. But if you're giving me one like every year, every 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 few months, it's going to get fatigued. And I think that's why some of the movies aren't that great because they're just rushing and throwing out all this content. Like, oh, here's a film. Here's a film. Here's a film. No, we the don't problem need with the problem with Star Wars is one, J.J. Abrams. Two, um, they have people who are not fans of it making the movie. Okay, it's like if I would make a Star Wars film, could I make a good science fiction <laughs> film? Yes. Could I make a good Star Wars film? No, because I would make one without Jedi's. Really? Oh God, I'm so no fun. Jedi's this at is, all. This is why I love Rogue One because there were no Jedi's. Yeah, Rogue finally, One was very interesting. That was finally very you see an other part of the universe. You know, you see a different part of the universe. Bro, I would do a Star Wars film all on criminals, okay? Period. The only way I would add a Jedi is if he got caught at the end by a Jedi or killed by a Jedi at the end, okay? And a Jedi would be there for five minutes. It's just too much of the Jedi, you know, and too much Yoda Yoda stuff. Like, mmm, stupid you are. Yes, he is. <laughs> you know, it's just too much of that, you know? And you have characters like Obi-Wan Kenobi who really should have his own film. Like like an interesting character, you know, yeah. and and you don't explore that character. The only time you explored it was in the cartoon. It's just it's a missed opportunity to look at really good characters. Listen, I would love to see a Lando Calrissian movie. Okay, someone with swag, someone who's a player, you know, who walk in a room and go, "Hi, darling, how you doing?" And the panties drop. I want to see that. You know, I'm actually I don't surprised see- they haven't done that yet. I'm really surprised about that. Bro, the reason why they haven't done it is for the same reason there was so much backlash about a black stormtrooper. Mind you, that's just my opinion. Yeah. But you're going to tell me Lando Calrissian is not an interesting character? He's a fucking super interesting character. In the Han Solo movie, you know, um, whatever the actor's name is, did a great job with him. He made him interesting, you know? I didn't even see the film yet. You know what? People rag on it, but it's a good movie, you know? Um, again, is it the world's greatest movie? No, yeah. but it's a good movie. It's entertaining. There are parts that are a little overboard, but it's Star Wars. So everything's always a little overboard, but man, it was a, it was a good flick and it was good to see a Han Solo who was insecure of himself and just get, starting to become the cocky guy. You know, that's one thing that I've always wanted from the Star Wars films too. Like I've always asked for, Hey, give me a film. Like you said, but that's just different, you know, like it doesn't have to be superheroes all the time. Like I want to see somebody who's an asshole. I want to see somebody who's a regular person that just lives in this world. You know, that's why, you know, like you said, Rogue One was really interesting. And like, I really looked forward. Like I was really looking forward to seeing that film because it was just so different. You know, we didn't, it wasn't about all the lightsabers and this, that, and now granted, I love lightsabers as much as anybody else does. Don't get it twisted. But I just want, something different and for them to give me something different in regards to like a star wars game that would be great have you ever heard of tag and bink negative what is that okay these are two characters that happen to be um it's a spoof series of star wars where these two guys are stormtroopers and they happen to like every major event that happens in star wars yeah these guys are there and they kind of like um, and, and they kind of make fun of it. Like in the comic book, they're talking to um, Anakin and they're like, tell her you don't like sand. 
you know? So like, <laughs> and, and it's, it has a, there was a Shakespeare one where these two other, you know, the two other characters kept showing up in the Shakespeare uh, plays and stuff that they, they mess things up. So tag and bink is not an original idea, but the way they execute it in the comic books is super funny. You know, they're on Cloud City, you know, they're on um, Endor, they're on all these places and they do the most stupidest things that move the original story along. Yeah. And I would love to see a Tag and Bink movie or cartoon. I might have to check that out. That sounds pretty interesting. Uh, you could probably find them online. We'll see how it turns out. It, it, it looks it looks interesting as far as the gameplay. As far as the story, we don't really know too much. They didn't really talk too much about the story because they don't want to give away anything. But I'll probably try it out. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be on EA Access, which is EA streaming service. So if I have it, I'll probably try it out. We'll see. Well, you let me know how you enjoy it because I ain't done it. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to jump into the Microsoft conference, which I think I would say I wouldn't say stole the show, but certain segments of the Microsoft conference, I think, stole the show. Um, they showed off their new Xbox Elite Series 2 controller, which is... Um, their pro gaming controller i had the series one controller and it was okay for the first few months before it started depleting and parts started breaking so this one looks like it may be a little sturdy it may be a little better hopefully they learn some of their lessons from the previous controller it has the uh detachable thumbsticks you can um customize your uh triggers on the back you know for how short or long it takes for you to press it um, they have a case that comes with the controller that actually has a charger inside of the case. So that way you can plug your charger okay. up to the case, which is pretty freaking awesome. I think it's 150. It's coming out this fall, which I think is cheaper than the series one when it first came out. I think it was almost 200 bucks. That person's not. <laughs> I'm definitely getting it for sure. Xbox Game Pass is coming to PC. They have their beta open, which is pretty much Microsoft's version of Netflix for games. Every, I think almost every gaming company is taking this route, which is, I think that's the future of gaming nowadays. When you get a game, it's probably going to be on a streaming service. And I think stores are going to be, as far as game stores are going to be gone because streaming is taking over as far as gaming. We got to look at Gears 5. Halo 5 is coming out next year with Project Scarlet, which is the next Xbox. Uh, we, did, we didn't really get any gameplay of that. We just got like a little scene basically. So... It's not really much to go on that with Halo. Did you get to check out the the uh, Project Scarlet trailer that they showed? Yeah, and it was just uh, I found it weird there wasn't there wasn't any young people on there. Um, it was just a bunch of engineers. Yeah, talking about it, which just seemed a little odd because you generally want um, younger people talking about the gameplay and things like that. Because um, let's be honest, the people who who um, who games are aimed for are the younger crowd not that us as older people um don't play games but even i don't want to see like somebody my age talking about it you know like yeah talk to me about the text and the specs or something and then get off the screen and give me somebody younger talking about the gameplay yeah um because the way i talk about a game isn't going to be as isn't going to be enthusiastic as someone who's younger where like that's their whole world i mean i think the reason why they did that was because it's early and they don't want to give it off to anybody who does who isn't involved in the production because they don't really know anything about it right now. And I personally think that they should have waited. I don't think they should have even said anything about the console because when they first started talking about it, I was excited. I was like, holy crap, here we go. We're going to find out about the system. You might even see what it looks like. We, you know, we're going to get a release date, et cetera, et cetera. And they literally just talked about specs and like that was it. And I was a little disappointed. I felt like you could have just done that in like a video on YouTube or something. No, no, no. They, they did the right thing. And the reason the proof of them doing the right thing is what we're doing right now is talking about it. They did exactly that. They just got us interested and got us in the conversation and got us thinking about their platform. Yeah. Because they've lost this round of the console wars, but they might win the next one. That's what everybody's saying. Every, I mean, with the way they're lining themselves up with, you know, acquiring all these game studios so they can get some independent, I mean, so they can get some um, exclusive games going for their system. And they got Game Pass going. Like, it's looking pretty good. 
and they're claiming and like one of the biggest things I took away from their conference about Scarlet is that they're saying that uh, Scarlet is going to be four times more powerful than than the One X. And the One X is already the most powerful console now. So that's pretty insane. And I'm pretty sure PlayStation is going to do something crazy, too. So I'm not trying to count them out. Another good thing that came out of the Xbox conference is is Keanu Reeves made a big, a big splash on Microsoft stage for Cyberpunk 2077. I was really surprised to see that he was in the game. None of us knew he was going to be in the game. We didn't have any kind of suspicion. It just happened. And the freaking crowd went nuts, man. They went nuts. I'm looking forward to Cyberpunk. It's, it's probably going into the end of this cycle. Cyberpunk is probably the last big game to hit Xbox and PlayStation, which I'm actually surprised that they're putting it out now because I... A lot of people thought Cyberpunk was going to come out for the next gen consoles, which is, uh, I think, next year holiday season. The Xbox is coming out and I'm pretty sure PlayStation 5 is coming out during that time, too. I'm surprised they're putting it out ahead of those consoles. Listen, the trailer is really good and it's got my interest peaked. So once I actually see a gameplay trailer, I might put down the money for that. Another thing I'm noticing is that a lot of these celebrities are really hitting the games pretty heavy now. You know, you got Keanu Reeves and Cyberpunk. Uh, you got the guy, I can't remember his name. He was on Walking Dead. He played the Punisher. You know what I'm talking about? On Netflix. Yeah, yeah he's in a video game. Like, everybody's in video games nowadays. All these actors are hitting up video games. And I think they're starting to see that gaming is a new entertainment, is a new entertainment medium. Not new, but it's an entertainment medium that's kind of taking a really big leap right now as far as, like, their storytelling. I just kind of think they took a page from finance where they're just diversifying their ways of getting income. Yeah. And for us, you know, people who play video games, it's a novelty to go, yo, I can play Keanu Reeves. So I just kind of think as an actor point of view, you're diversifying as a player. You're excited to play a character. That's that's like, whoa, Keanu Reeves. You know what the sad part about that is like, I've had, I've had friends of mine who've actually met him when he was in dog star, his band. Uh, and they said he's nothing like that. Really? He's not He's not the no character? <laughs> no, they say he's a very quiet guy. You know, um, he's very friendly. He shakes everybody's hands. He always has a smile for people, but he's not, whoa, dude, excellent. That's not him. <laughs> that was really, that really just was a character that, that stuck with him his whole entire life. That just doesn't. He played that off pretty damn well because <laughs> I always thought that in real life that he would kind of be like that character. I don't know why. No, but I'm so excited about, about, about Bill and Ted Part 3. I'm surprised that they're even making a sequel to that. You know what? I'm not surprised because it's something people have wanted forever. And he's at a point in his career where he's like, you know what? I'll make the funny film. You know, I'll do this. You know, um, he's going to probably wind up giving all that money away like he did on The Matrix. You know, <laughs> um, no, seriously, he took like 80 percent of his salary and gave it to the special effects people. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Not the company, the employees, because of the hard work they did, because he said they made this movie's possible. Wow. That's he's the nicest. That's crazy. You don't really hear that happening ever. Dude, um, like, um, oh, man, that one actress, I forget her name that she's in that that horror movie. Um, the, the black actress kind of heavy set. I don't know what her name is, man. Recent horror movie or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what it is. Well, anyway, someone who's listening will will know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Well, she, um, her car broke down. This was years ago. Her car broke down and and nobody would stop for her. And guess who stopped for her? Keanu Reeves. Really? Yes. Holy crap. (laughs) You know, when Keanu Reeves was on an airplane and they had problems and they had a land at an airport that was, I mean, I don't know how far away. I'm just picking a number out of my ass. 50 miles away. He literally hired all these Ubers to bring people home. Wow. That's, that's goes, pretty freaking nice, man. He was like, oh, you're stuck here. Don't worry. I'll take care of you. And he made sure he was the last one to get into an Uber. I would love to talk to him, um, interview him. But I would love to do something that no one really talks to him about. And that's music. You know what? That would be very interesting. Yeah, I would love to pick his brain about just life. Like, not even about, oh, how was the Matrix? And this, like, I don't want to know about that. Yeah, just talking about random stuff would be pretty cool. 
I would not like to talk uh, about Keanu with about his life because he's had a lot of tragedy, man. Like his sister dying, his uh, his ex girlfriend that they, they had a stillborn baby. She dies a year later. Like a lot of bad shit has happened to him in his life. So I really wouldn't want to talk to him about his life per se. I mean, I would like to talk to him more about, you know, music, um, you know, maybe a little politics. You know, why does he get so shy and embarrassed uh, when people talk about what kind of a nice guy he is? Um, hell, I'd even talk to him about religion just to kind of like get a different. <laughs> no, seriously, just to get a kind of different uh, interview with him because everyone else is the same thing. Oh, my God. And John Wick and oh, my God. And the Matrix. And I would just say like, yo, dude, what's up, man? I'm like, you're a bass player. I'm a horrible bass player. What's up, bro? You know, um, just kind of treat him like a person for once, you know, not like a movie star. You know, like I would want him to be on the show and us treat him like he's just another podcaster, you know, um, because I think it would be I think it'd be a nice change for him. For someone to go, oh, you're human. Not just, you know, uh, a god, a movie god. <laughs> a movie god. <laughs> you know, I, I would like to ask him maybe how was it like to work with other actors? Not necessarily, you know, um, about him. Like, I don't want to know about Lawrence Fishburne. I don't want to know about things like that. Well, anyway, the guy who plays the Iron Chef. In the uh, show? Yeah, Iron Chef America. Okay. That that guy's an actor. He also played the crow in the in the TV series. Like I would ask him, um, you know, what was it like to work with him? Because he's someone else, like Keanu, in the sense that he's very down. Supposedly he's very down to earth and things like that. So I'm curious what his take on working with somebody like him is. You know, man, Keanu, if you're listening to this, man, if you want to be on the show, just hit us up, man. You can stop by whenever. <laughs> just let us know. Yeah. <laughs> just remember, we're going to treat you like a regular person. And I will make fun of you if, if you say something stupid, because that is just who I am. And you will be subject to listen to Los's corny mumble raps, too. Just heads up. <laughs> scoot, scoot, scoot. scoot. <laughs> All right. So we're going to jump into our last topic for uh, the for some E3 news Uh not really much to talk about here. Nintendo did their direct. Uh, they have The Witcher 3 coming to the Nintendo Switch. Pretty big game. Zelda Breath of the Wild is getting a sequel, which is surprising because I didn't think it was going to get a sequel anytime soon, but we don't know when that's coming out. And we saw some gameplay for Luigi's Mansion 3. Kind of interesting. I might ch I might check it out. Never played that. Never played that. It, apparently, uh, 1 and 2 came out for the Wii. Or the Wii U, I think. I never played it, though. Never played it. Okay. It looks interesting. It's coming out in October, just in time for Halloween. So I might I might pick it up for my son. Nintendo didn't talk about their two upcoming consoles, probably because of the fact that they don't want to have people not buy their current Switch. But the rumor is, like I said before in previous podcasts, that they are coming out with the smaller Switch this year. Uh, it's supposed to appease more to, like, you know, like kids and things like that. So we'll see how that goes. And the powerful switch supposedly might not come out to next year. So we'll see. Other than that, E3 was pretty good. Um, it was a little weird that PlayStation wasn't there, but I'm sure they're going to do their own press conference later on this year to talk about the PS5. You know what? I, th I think it was a good move on their part not to be there. Why you say that? Because they don't have to share the spotlight. So when they actually do their their version of it, it will be through the roof because it's just on them. Exactly. That is true. That is true. Any more news topics from you, Los? Anything you want to throw in here at the end? Politics stuff, as always. <laughs> okay. Uh, Trump's an idiot. Okay. As always, like I say. What? No. Um, Trump, not him. You're visiting the queen. Okay. Dress properly, bro. Like his jacket was so short, it looked like the, the it would look like a penis on him, you know. Think of you know he was wearing a jacket so short that the white shirt underneath yeah. looked like popping out from under the shirt looked like two balls, and the centerpiece looked like a penis only because the balls made you remind of a penis. And I was like, it's perfect. What a tuxedo for a dickhead? Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous, dude. Then he brought his two useless sons there for what? You know, you brought your useless sons for what? They're not in politics. 
You know, they're supposed to be in the blind trust, you know, where you can't touch your business. But we all know you're doing it. Of course. Please. Of course. Definitely not being president. The good news is um, Trump's uh, Twitter rants have gone down in um, popularity, response, reposting and replies. You know what it is? This isn't two years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like, oh, my God, the president's tweeting. It's not like, yeah, whatever. You're on another public rant. I'll hear it on the news. No need to follow it. No need to follow. No need to repost it. You know, like he has shot himself in the foot. And plus at this time, yeah, like you said, you know, just let him talk to himself. Let him look stupid. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Not only that, he's looking at impeachment. He's possibly looking at impeachment. And the reason why they want to impeach him is because they want to uh, Congress wants to push press charges on him because you cannot indict a sitting president. So once he's impeached, you can press criminal charges. But do you think they're going to impeach him and just in time before his, you know, t- well, um, his turn is up this year or next year? Next, next, next year. year. Oh, okay. Do you think they're going to impeach him in time? No, I don't think they'll do it in time. I absolutely don't think they'll do it in time. I don't think they'll do it in time. I think that uh, the Republicans will just muddy up the waters and not make it possible. But I do believe that that Trump will wind up in handcuffs. And if they do impeach him, they might impeach him after the elections. Like I said, I hate to say this, but I feel like he will get reelected, not because I want him reelected, but just because traditionally throughout history, presidents get two terms. Um, it's very rare for them not to get two terms. So I believe he get reelected. So I think they'll impeach him not in time for the election, but in time after the election. All right. So on that note, we're going to jump into our recommendations for today. Do you have any recommendations you want to start off with, Los? Anything you want to bring up? My recommendation is um, let's try to get off the Adobe, you know, um, tit. Um, I just kind of feel where you're renting your software is a very bad idea. And so much so that I am looking for alternatives for everything. The only thing I can't jump off the bandwagon is Photoshop. Photoshop is too good of a tool. Um, I've tried GIMP. I've tried all these other ones and they just don't compare to Photoshop. Um, I've already found a new alternative program for, um, for video editing, um, the different stuff for audio. I mean, pro tools gives out a free version, bro. Like I can't, I'm, I'm, I recommend finding a way to get off the Adobe tit and maybe they'll, they'll wise up and let you buy your software and not rent it. But yeah, I'm, a, I'm definitely going to try out, you know, some of this new, um, software that you mentioned because, uh. It's a little too much right now. DaVinci Resolve for the people who are curious out there. DaVinci Resolve. Yeah. By Blackmagic. Video editing software, by the way. Uh, what do you... Yeah. And you said for photos, you're just going to stick with Photoshop, right? You're going to stick yeah, with Yeah. There's just nothing that comes close to it. Okay. I tried GIMP. I've tried PhotoP. I've tried Pixlr. And they're just... I mean, they're good for what they are. But, you know, I've been in Photoshop since... 93 92 wow when before photoshop had layers you know like i've i'm i'm my brain is in photoshop and it's it's a good tool you know i'll 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 bite the bullet for that one but i'm not buying the bullet for anything else yeah awesome awesome all right well my recommendation this week is going to be um the film by jordan peele us uh that came out last year that come out last year or this year uh no uh this year march 22nd of this year um the synopsis on imdb is a family's serene beach vacation turns to chaos when their doppelgangers appear and and they begin to terrorize them um i thought it was a good film i think on a grade scale i would give it a b plus um the first hour will probably confuse the hell out of you not really the first hour let me stop the first 30 minutes will be a little confusing because you you see what's going on but you don't really understand what the hell you're seeing and then once you get like halfway through the film everything starts to make sense and you start to put the pieces together at the very end of the film there is like an amazing twist that just really makes you understand why everything happened it's a great film. I think Jordan Peele is doing uh, some amazing stuff in the horror film scene. Um, his, uh, if you liked uh, the movie Get Out, you might like this one. It's kind of had, it kind of has the same kind of feel. Basically, uh, it's weird. It's over the top, and I just think it's a really interesting story. And I, I, I like Jordan Peele's films. 
because all of his well he, he don't have that many films out but his two films that he that he came out with they always have some kind of political meaning behind it and i really love that about his films it's not just a you know hack and slash horror film about some crazy family killing people for no reason like every film has some kind of deep meaning behind it and that's what i love about his films i'm really looking forward to him diving more into you know you know the horror genre and seeing what else he can really you know you know put out there to the world i think he said that alfred hitchcock is like his idol you know so good idol yeah so it's it's a pretty good film. If you haven't checked it out, I would definitely say check it out. I can't really speak too much on it because it's I don't want to give anything away. I don't want to spoil anything, but I would definitely recommend us for sure. All right. I got to check it out myself. Well, before we sign off, as always, we got to do business. Don't forget uh, to like and subscribe on our YouTube page. And don't forget about our Patreon. Donate anything you can. A dollar more help us keep the lights on. Help us keep going. We do a lot of research and we spend a lot of time involved in this to to discuss about our topics um it all may seem fun and games because we've been friends for years but we really need to help guys if you could sign up to the patreon and also help us get keanu on the show <laughs> yeah seriously if we can get a petition if anyone's got a, if anyone's got a hookup yo hook it up <laughs> let's get keanu on here all right guys and on that note we are signing out thank you for checking us out and be safe and we will catch you later peace out later